It's about time you listen to the Shenmue AM2 podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the Shenmue AM2 podcast. We're your host, Andrew. And Matt. And we are here to talk about episode six of the Shenmue anime, or Shenmue the animation. And the name of the episode is Escaping Me. <laughs> I just saw it. Um, I made a bunch of notes and did not, all my other notes, I have it at the top of the page. It's Dignified. Dignified, yes. Um, so, a little bit of housekeeping before we actually get into this episode. We are changing, and hopefully this has no impact on any of you, but we're changing who hosts our podcast. Uh, We're currently using Libsyn, which there's a cost to do so, and we're switching it over to Anchor, which is like the most popular um, podcast podcast thing now, where like it's hosted by Spotify, and it's free, and like 80% of new podcasts start on it. So hopefully the transition is smooth and you guys do not miss an episode or anything like that. If we we always tweet out and everything, so follow us on social media at Shenmue Am2 Pod when we release new episodes. If you do not get this in your RSS feed, like your podcast, uh, let us know at Shenmue Am2 Pod just so we can try to rectify things on our end. If for whatever reason you can't get it and we can't rectify it right away, it's always available on YouTube. If you can't hear us right now, let us know. This is for the next episode. This one will still be on Lipstick. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> you didn't make that clear. <laughs> Matt's a jerk. A 40-year-old jerk. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, look, it's 740. Oh. <laughs> uh, on, we're recording this on Pi Day, too. Did you know that? I did not know that. 3.14. Nice. Uh, right, so... Uh, We mentioned last episode, before we hopped into this one, that we were going to just kind of go over some of the thoughts that people have so far on it. Uh, So we have some comments from our YouTube channel. Um, This is on the show overall? Yes, so uh, Pizza Rolls, awesome name, pizza is the best food. After watching episode 5 of the anime, I've become a bit torn on the anime. I realized that the anime, that's the third time you said anime, (laughs) it's its own things and has to do things differently, but by God are they going at a cocaine-fueled breakneck pace. (laughs) This episode highlighted my biggest complaint with episode 1, which might be my favorite in retrospect. I didn't like in episode 1 that he faced Chai and beat him. I know the game you face him before the harbor, and if you are good, win, but I bet most people didn't slash don't when they play. So when Rio faced him in the harbor, I'm like, well, this is going to, well, he's going to win. He beat him in episode one. No reason he should lose here. And yes, he also wins in the game, so there is that too. This kind of leads to my problem with the anime and this episode in general. Rio just seems overpowered. It seems like he barely has to put in an effort to fight, and I know the game was way too. And I know the game was this way too, excuse me, but maybe they could have had him lose or at least get roughed up a little to simulate failing a non-essential QT. I don't know. Hmm. This kind of leads me to my biggest disappointed disappointed of episode 5, and I don't know if this is a cheap budget thing, but it was so psyched for the 70-man battle episode. It's such a fun part in the game, and I think a very cool scene to translate to screen, but there just feels like to stomp their feet on the ground and knock down 20 people at a time is not very exciting or rewarding. 
Though now that I see this, Shenmue 2 kind of did this too with people do power taps and taking people out or knocking leaves out of a tree. I hope the Hong Kong stuff is good, but I'm, but I'm nervous. Currently playing Shenmue 2 again as I haven't beat it start to finish in nearly 18 years. Whoa. Um, fan of the show, Jake Wakala. Oh, yes. Let, let me know if I'm pronouncing that right, Jake. <laughs> uh, so great to have a new episode with you guys every week. I'm really enjoying the animated series. I do wish they would have stretched it out a bit more so that the first season was just Shenmue 1. I feel like they skipped over a bit too much. One thing I have really enjoyed is the added humor that the game sometimes lacked. It makes the characters more human. That's true. Do you guys think they will have anything from Shenmue 3 in this, or will it end in the cave? Also, hope you had a good birthday, Matt. Thanks. Uh, I'm still torn on whether I think they were going to get to Shenmue 3, because it starts in the cave. Ah. Yeah, I don't know. I think... I think they'll probably... We might get the very, 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 very start of Shenmue 3. Mm, like they just walk out of the cave. <laughs> uh, makes my day listening to you guys. Come on, Shenmue 4. Good podcast. The clear-colored piss comment cracked me up. We need darts in Shenmue 2 storyline. Fingers crossed. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if that's going to happen. Another fun podcast, just a note. We'll see what the anime does, of course, but I don't recall Shenhua being jealous of Nozomi in the games. She was just curious and picked up on Ryo's attempts to downplay his feelings for her. Hmm. She even playfully teased him about her in one of the dialogue options for traveling in th- in, uh, in Shenmue 3. That's true. Do we, do we ever suspect that she has any love, romantic love for Ryo? Shenhua? Yeah. I don't think she does. Yeah, I don't think so either. She's too young, isn't she? Isn't she like 16 or 15 or something? I'm not sure. I don't know either. But, uh, yeah, that first comment about how fast it's all going. I mean, yeah, I I agree it is. And uh, the 70-man battle was probably my least favorite uh, fight scene. All the other fight scenes had a lot of um, care and attention put into them, I found. But, yeah, the 70-man battle was a little bit of a letdown. And it might be because they blew the budget on the fight with Guizong, too. Maybe. Because uh, I found that one to be pretty good. They really put a lot of care and effort into making sure like his stance compared to Rio's was, was accurate and things like that. But mm. we'll see how it goes going forward. So if he didn't like the, the previous episode, he's really not going to like this one. This one zooms by uh, a lot of stuff. Yeah, this mm. they're it cocaine fueled all right. Yeah. Um, one thing that I I was thinking of before, and Jake's comment really got me thinking about it. Any TV show that you watch in modern day, when the pilot season is out, the pilot season is generally not a full order season. Mm-hmm. It's usually six or eight episodes, as you know, compared to your regular like thirteen or twenty three or twenty six or whatever it is. Um, and they could have done that with this. Excuse me. They could have just made Shenmue 1. Mm. Do it as a pilot series, or pilot season for this series, and if it's successful, it's successful. If it's not, it's not. But they didn't do that. And I'm really glad they didn't do that, because if they did stretch... I don't I don't know if using the word stretch is a good, good term, because they could have made the Shenmue 1 portion of this longer. I really don't think it would translate well to uh, to animation to just watch him do all the Shenmue one like Shenmue uh, you know life simulation stuff like no one's 
No one's going to enjoy that, except hardcore fans. <laughs> but that's probably who's watching. Maybe. Do but we have any stats on how the show's doing? It's It was trending on, on Twitter and the, like, Toonami app or some, something to do with Toonami it was trending on. Yeah. Or Adult Swim or something like but that. But if, if, if nothing happens in the show, like, people wouldn't keep watching, I don't think. Like, it's not... It's a passive experience, a show. It's not an active one. You're not engaging with it and deciding what happens next. Like a video game, you just... You you have to sit there and let the story take you where it's going to take you. And if you don't feel like uh, uh, experiencing what's happening in the story at that moment, you have no control over it. You just got to keep watching. And I think that's why they opted to go with both seasons mm-hmm. or both uh, games, Shadow One and Two, yeah. is because they they did realize that if this is going to make it. We need that action, 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 action. It needs to constantly progress. Mm. And there are parts of, especially with Shenmue 1, there's parts where there's literally no progression. You are literally killing time in the game. Wait out the clock. And you can't kill time in a TV show. Mm-hmm. That's it. The medium just doesn't work like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, I liked this episode. I really like this episode. It might be my favorite yet. I'm actually more uh, more high on it than I am the, the Japanese uh, uh, or the Land of Japan episodes, I guess. I when I originally watched this, uh, it didn't hold my attention as much as it did watching it with you now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this it was one of it's in probably like my top two episodes. Yeah, it's just fun to discover or to watch him discover new things and meet new people. Like everything is new to him. Yeah. So and and what they were saying, what that commenter said before about Rio feeling too powerful in the in the first part of the season in Japan, like yeah, he he only really had trouble against uh, Chai for a moment, I guess. But in Shenmue Two, the game at least, like he he meets way more people who outclass him. So I think you're going to get a lot of that here. Um. So start off. He's on the boat. It doesn't quite have the same intro as Shenmue 2, the game, mm. but you do see the boat there. And for, I know this doesn't make sense, but the boat looked, in this episode, looked more like the boat from the games than it did in the previous episodes. Really? Like, the smokestacks coming at him and everything looked more accurate, I, but it's the same boat, so I don't <laughs> know how that could be, but I just got that impression. We do get the iconic shot of his feet coming off the stairs. Yeah, that and is then, fun to see which shots they can cons- like cinematic camera shots in the game, which which they consider to be cine- um, iconic, and they translate over. Uh, we do not. Uh, then there's the shot of him just kind of like standing there with the backpack or whatever. Um, we do not get him initially coming off the boat and talking to the the person playing the. Uh, Chinese violin. He didn't talk to the lady whose child he saved. Like, so I thought you said there was a uh, chapter two had been seen in like promo material or something. It, I'm I'm fairly certain it has been, and I know I'm not in my mind. I'm not making that up. I don't think, <laughs> but there's still an opportunity for that. Some sort of flashback. Uh, because you run into her in the game in Shenmue 2. You can run into her later. Okay. Um, you can actually... She's one of the people you can say goodbye to in Shenmue 2. Oh. Um, she's working at like a... It's, I'm pretty sure it's on like the Three Blades Street or whatever. Hmm. Um, but yeah, you don't have her. You don't have the person reading your fortune. The, the port looks... Taking your, your photo. 
Yeah, there's no, oh, handsome boy. Yeah, that guy. There's none of that. There's no arm wrestling. There's no... Oh, yeah, arm wrestling. Um, that, might, that still might happen, because that's a way to make money, and he's presumably got no money. But There's no... No, he does have money, because he said he had it all with him in his pockets when yeah, he was at the police station. He does. Yes, he has money, but he has no new income, I mean. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the port looks entirely different, or the harbor, whatever you want to call it. Um, I don't like the look of it. It makes it seem way too grand. Yeah, it looks more like the Japanese harbor. Yeah, I preferred the the game's version of like a quaint little uh, little uh, shoddily put together pier and stuff. <laughs> yeah, it, the Shenmue Two does a great job at the very start of making Rio feel overwhelmed when he gets off the boat and people are in his face and people are begging him for money or not begging but asking him for money, mm. and it's just it's very grimy. His first initial experience with it. It reminds me of the first time my wife and I went to New York. <laughs> And when we came out of the, that subway station in Penn, or train station in Penn Station and literally being overwhelmed and I had one of those fake monks put a bracelet on my hand the minute I came out. Yeah. <laughs> and it was just overwhelming. I, you don't really get that in the anime. I, I think over the course of the episode it shows how different Hong Kong is for him and how the rules are very different and life is just completely uh, foreign to him, like the way these people live. Uh, but yeah, I agree. He doesn't get that in the first few moments. Yeah, it, it kind of gradually ramps up during the episode as opposed to it being like a, mm-hmm. a, a punch in the face immediately. Yeah. Um, Joy almost runs him over. <laughs> so that does happen fairly early on in the game. Like mm-hmm. once you get past the arm wrestling spot, she comes out of like where the where you go find work. She almost runs him over twice in this episode, and that happens in the game too. So I mean, she can't have all those close calls all the time. I'm sure she's run somebody over. <laughs> oh yeah, Joy has definitely been charged with vehicular manslaughter. <laughs> uh, so something entirely different that does not happen in the game is Joy even warns him, "You're gonna get pickpocketed, maybe, <laughs> or watch out for it." And you have the scene with Wong, Sam, Larry, and the leader of the Chiyu men, Cool Z. Yeah. Uh, and they pickpocket him, steal the bag. In the game, he tries to find it himself. Mm-hmm. And he eventually runs into Wong. He goes to the police in this. Yeah, that was fun. I thought that was just... When I originally watched it, I'm like, what is it happening? Because it just starts out like on the like, Hong Kong flag. Yeah, brand new environment. Like, completely unfamiliar to the Shemu fans, yeah. But that was a fun scene, I like that. And it's something that he he might do. Um, but I've, I've, I, like, almost everybody he meets is, like, their first response to the first thing he says is, oh, you're a tourist, or, you're, oh, you're not from, from here. So it's very clear he's supposed to be speaking Cantonese, or Mandarin, probably Cantonese. Yeah, Cantonese. Um, and they're all, uh, and they, and he's like not that great at it and stuff. But they make no attempt at, at having that come across audibly for us. Uh, I wonder what the the English version does. I assume they just all speak English. I would imagine so, and maybe have Cantonese because mm. the when we have the conversation, when we see the conversation between Lon D and that guy he was muscling, mm-hmm. that had Cantonese subtitles. Right. This one doesn't. It's just English. I guess it's just too. It's just too uh, too much. Like he's not going to be speaking 
Japanese for like the rest of his adventure. So yeah, so it's too much to ask everybody to speak Chinese from now on, I guess. But so I, I love when that that amount of effort is put in when like shows actually do that when people speak the language they're supposed to be speaking. Like I just started watching Chernobyl on HBO, and they do the the stereotypical thing where like oh all these Ukrainian people are suddenly British, you know? Yeah. <laughs> It's whatchamacallit is the main guy in that, isn't it? From Mad Men? The guy that I think he spoilers hangs himself in Mad Men. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure. Now watch that show. I have not watched Mad Men. Uh, Mad Men was its first four seasons are amazing. And the episode with the John Deere tractor in the office. I, she showed me that Might scene. be the one of the <laughs> my favorite scenes of all time in any television show. It is fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> and just I can't remember which character is, but the one that has his arm in front of him, and when he moves it, you can see the outline of where his arm was. <laughs> Fantastic little <laughs> little detail in that show. Anyone that's watched Mad Men knows what I'm talking about. Uh-huh. Um, so the police, t- you know, hint at him finding a place to stay. There's a little montage of him going to a couple hotels. Uh, no room at the inn. Yeah. He does not get a hotel. Your kind are not welcome here, <laughs> Japanese boy. <laughs> uh, he ends up in the South Carmaine Quarter, although I don't know if they actually say it's the South Carmaine Quarter, hmm. but he's at Lotus Park, and he has a little inner monologue watching the old man. He's like, is that Tai Chi? <laughs> and then the old man... Uh, Was perfectly symmetrical... Uh, uh, warts on his face. He has three three warts on both cheeks, and they're like identically placed. <laughs> like, are they warts you, or like liver spots or freckles? They they protrude from his face. Oh, so when he, like when he goes into profile, you can see them popping out of his face. <laughs> but if you drew a line down the middle of his face, both cheeks are identical. <laughs> uh, they have a conversation about martial arts. And then he's just like, try to hit me. And Rio puts his little translator thing in the... the and, then goes, and, then, out. and then he goes all out immediately. <laughs> he, 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 he very quietly stuffs it in his pocket. And, and then just <laughs> tries full to on kill tries to, like, haymaker this dude. <laughs> in the game, he, like, he, you know, he... He pulls his punch at first, doesn't he? Something like that. And yeah, the guy I, in the game, I'm pretty sure he like calls Rio out for not really trying. Yeah, I think so. But in this, yeah, Rio just <laughs> full tilt. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, old man. I'm, I'm, I'm going to knock your teeth out. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, nice knowing you. <laughs> <laughs> he does not hit him uh, like the game. And... <laughs> Matt and I were laughing about it in the episode. He's like the the you know the old man. It, it, what's his name in the game? I can't remember. Is it Jin Man or something? Jin Man, yes. He uh, he's like martial arts aren't meant to harm people. And then Rio's like, I get it. I get yeah. He's like, <laughs> I get it. That's the first thing they teach you in any martial art. <laughs> You're going to learn how to fight so you don't have to. <laughs> but, like, Rio has been training with his father for years. <laughs> he meets a stranger in the park, and now he just has this epiphany. He's like, everything is clear. Well, we ne- I mean, anytime we, we see Iwao training him, there's never any dialogue. So, for all we know, he's teaching little Rio, this is how you kill a man, Rio. <laughs> this always strikes true. <laughs> strike first, strike hard, no mercy, Rio. <laughs> it's Cobra Kai, Matt. <laughs> yeah. 
what, what what's the what the name of the tournament in the first Karate Kid? The All, all Valley Under Eighteen. Yeah, that's what Rio was competing in at the start of this <laughs> yeah. episode or start of the series. Um, he asks for directions for the Yanten Apartments when he is sparring with uh, Jinmen. Uh, they show the outside of the Yanten Apartments. They look a little different. When it shows when he shows him in the lobby, it looks identical. Mm. They did a fantastic job. Yeah. Um, and then, is her name Guizhong? Yeah, it's confusing. Uh, Guizhang, Guizhong. Yeah, they show her. Her character model is really good, too. Yeah, she looks really good. Uh, they have the conversation. She thinks he's... She doesn't call him a land shark, but she just assumes he's he's bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have the conversation. She snickers when he keeps referring to Li Xiaotao as a him or <laughs> as a male. Uh, and then she just kind of get fed, gets fed up, and she's like, "Go to Manmo Temple." Mm-hmm. And do, we don't run into uh, the doppelganger. I mean, we never we never met his brother in the first part. So, uh, oh yeah, Wang's brother. Yeah, it would have been funny if he just see Wang's brother and you have to buy him a drink. Oh yeah, <laughs> or if they just throw him in like walking in the background. Uh, so Rio heads off to Manmo Temple. I would have liked to have seen a little bit of him adventuring on how to get there. Mm. It literally just shows like the outside of the building. Like the montage of him, um, you know, holding up paper and pointing at maps and asking people, you mean? Yeah, just something showing. Or So you just kind of get that feeling of he's in an unknown area. He's trying to communicate with these locals Mm -hmm. to to find his way. Uh, When he gets to Manmo Temple, you see uh, Zhuang. She's just there praying. He asks her about something. She's just like, oh, he's praying and leaves. Or you think she leaves. She's just waiting for him outside to jump him. And we, Matt and I cannot remember his name, but the guy who runs the temple, I don't think he looks anything like the guy in the game. He looks enough like him that I knew who it was. <laughs> I th- but is that based on how he's dressed more? Like well, his didn't face, he have the mustache and stuff? He did have the mustache, and but the his face didn't look grizzled. Hmm. And the other guy isn't even is not there at all. That like makes you carry the books or whatever. Right. And I ho- I I don't know if we'll see him again, but he's unnecessary. Think he kids think they make him carry the books? Uh, that could be a great comedic scene. Yeah, maybe. I don't know, it made it seem, like, skipping ahead a bit, skipping ahead a bit, it made it seem like they were going to do the whole training montage, uh, because he's like, I'm gonna come here every day until I meet Master Li Tao. So I'm like, oh, so he's gonna, you know, scrub the walls, carry the books, and then, then, nope, there she is. <laughs> yeah, I forget about the scrubbing the walls. <laughs> My cat's being a jerk. He's literally clawing at the walls. He's trying to, he's trying to scratch the, uh, the soot off my walls and find the, the, the voodoo or whatever. We need a montage of Matt teaching his cats the floor voodoo. <laughs> um, when Rio leaves the temple, him and Jewing have a conversation. And this is the first time that I really got the feeling that people know he's out for revenge. Yeah. Because she has a conversation with them about, like, that she could have because they spar or something and she's like or that might be in the preview for the next episode yeah they don't they but don't fight in this they don't fight but she does have a thing about like him being I don't think she uses the word blinded but like 
clouded. Clouded by what his purpose is. Even, and again, they still have not used the word revenge in this whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And that that cl- that is a clear choice. Yeah. It can't be a coincidence six episodes in. Yeah, it's still just about finding the truth. Um, he goes back to the... We see him back at the park again, and he learns the move, hitting the tree. And this is the first instance of him really practicing mm. a move. Too. Yeah, you were hoping to see more of that, so this must have made you happy. It, it, it did. It... There are, what I really want out of this anime, and, and leave messages in the comments section if you're listening to this on YouTube, I want to see little tidbits of the game like that. Mm-hmm. I know these you, you have the anime and you have the game, and I want there to be a little Venn diagram of like <laughs> those little bits of information they drop in the middle. Uh, one thing, too, we, we skimmed over here. When his bag gets stolen, mm-hmm. another iconic scene is when he's chasing Wong and they hit the waitress. And Rio stops and like he's like, oh, sorry, 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 and like make sure the platter's level. Yeah. They made sure to get that in there, and I really enjoyed that. And then Wong running around the corner and dumping the bamboo pipes. Mm-hmm. Another, yep. another thing. Um, he runs into Joy and... Or no, excuse me, Joy runs into Wong, and they're having a conversation. And Wong's like, oh, I ripped off this Japanese tourist, and it clicks in her brain that it's Rio she's talking about. I'm not a fan of the character model for Wong. He looks too mature. Yeah. He well, doesn't have this innocent child look. His voice is also deeper than I would have expected, but I'm okay with it. What do you think of Joy's character model? Um, they kind of just want, like, the generic top on her, like... Didn't want to animate all those spots. <laughs> yeah, th- that's the... Well, then that's definitely the reason why they did it, but she looks a little more generic, but... In my mind, because I'm not a huge fan of how Joy's face looks in the game. Mm. It looks like too it's charactery. It's very angular. Yeah. Not as human. That yes. Yeah. Her chin like she could stab somebody with her chin. <laughs> yes. Uh, her face in the anime I like better just the way it's drawn. I really like how they translated her hairstyle. Yeah. Um, it, it looks like a lot of classical anime characters' hairstyles. Like, I think I've seen that style in several characters in the 80s. <laughs> 80s anime. We... What is next here? It shows Joy and... R- er, so, Rio's walking down that, like, alley with all the little market stands in it. And he runs into the... Dun-dun-dun... Poison Brothers. Mm-hmm. And they're giving him a hard time. Joy shows up on her motorcycle again, about to hit commit vehicular manslaughter for the second, third, and fourth time in this episode. <laughs> yeah, that would have been funny if she took all three of them out. They seem terrified of her. Joy definitely has clout in this town. Yeah, we never really, like, even in the game, we never really understand how she got this clout. <laughs> <laughs> how, I, how she got everybody to respect her. I'm going to make a prediction. In the anime, we find out. Yeah. In the anime... She gets extra backstory? She Not necessarily backstory, but remember in the game, when you go into the tapes, mm-hmm. and there's that tape of Guizhong talking to uh, Joy? Yeah. That will be explored more in this anime. I guarantee it. Mm. Mark my words, that is going to happen. Um. So Joy takes him to the come over guest house, 
Or is that? That's what it's called, yeah. Yeah. I don't remember. Yeah, no, I was excusing. I, yeah, confusing it with the Free State Lodge. Oh, yeah. The, yeah, the Free State Lodge is not part of this Which either. I don't think I've ever actually stayed in in any of my playthroughs. I don't think you can. I thought you, if you don't make it to the Come Over Guest House, you're, you're, you're forced to the Free State Lodge. I thought that was the case. I don't. I may boot up the second game just to waste a day. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what happens. Um, one thing they talk about, too, is the fem- the mirror's not in his bag when it gets stolen. Mm. It's definitely in the bag in the game, right? That's why you want your bag back so bad. Yeah. In this, I don't understand why he wants his bag back so bad, because I don't even know what's in it. He has his money, he has the mirror, he has all his documents. Is it literally just close? Is that all that's left? <laughs> the amulet from Nozomi, maybe? Maybe. Um, but... I mean, yeah. You never change your clothes anyways, Rio. You don't need that bag. <laughs> uh, he practices the move again in the morning after spending the night. Um, and this is when he learns, actually, like, masters that move. The All the leaves hit the ground. Something I thought was funny was Jin Men laughing at him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, throughout this process of, like, oh, yeah, you'll get it. <laughs> and he's like, you got any tips for me on how to do this? He's like, nope. Just keep doing it. <laughs> yeah, it's not like instant noodles. Yeah. I love that reference. You, you can get instant noodles with martial arts. They're not instant noodles. He still should have instructed him somehow. <laughs> you can't learn something just by brute forcing your way through it. Sure you can. Yeah, but it takes a long time. <laughs> not just a day. Uh, so after he learns that move, it cuts to him enjoying an alley somewhere. And he's like... Where's Wong? I want my bag back. She's hesitant to tell him because she thinks... Because Rio looks like a murderer. Yeah. (laughs) Even though she's the one that's tried to commit vehicular manslaughter multiple (laughs) times. She's worried that he's going to hurt Wong, Sam, Larry, and again, the leader of the Chiyu men, Cool Z. (laughs) Um, Rio promises not to. Mm -hmm. Is he going to keep his word? We'll see. Yeah. Flash forward to Wong, Wong sitting at the fountain. That part they recreated pretty well, I think. Mm. You only see it for a couple seconds on screen. Yeah, there's no like establishing shot of the whole area either. That would have been nice to have, like just mm. something like a, a boom get, camera style get, shot. Get some at- atmosphere. Yeah. Rio, Wong sitting at the fountain. Rio sees him, bolts after him. Wong runs towards, you know, down an alleyway towards Larry, Sam, and the master, the leader of the Chiu Men, Cool Z. And Who, ha- in the game, you absolutely beat their asses. <laughs> yeah. In the, in this, you do not. Yeah. You, he, like, does a move, and I don't remember if it's Sam or Larry, but, like, pins him up against the wall without hitting him in the face. Mm-hmm. Then he takes on the other Sam or Larry and the leader of the Chiu Men, Cool Z. Pushes them into each other. <laughs> I love how the leader of the Chiu Men, Cool Z, uh, I'm saying it like that every single time. Okay. Uh, he fights with the boombox still over his shoulder. <laughs> he doesn't set it down. He doesn't drop it. Nothing. Um, and he has a conversation with them. I just want my bag back. And then we cut to out on Wong's boat. Um, with Which, again, we didn't really get a nice establishing shot there either, did we? There's like a very quick one. But is it like far out? Is it like- No, and like you literally see a couple boats. Yeah, I want more like world building shots just to establish place and time. And that's changed too because he hid the the book bag between Two in that buildings. little tight tight space with the buildings. Mm. Um, one thing I'm glad that wasn't in the 
anime was following along that stupid bag. That is one of the worst parts of Shenmue 2. Mm-hmm. Just that follow scene where you're like, I can zoom in, I can run slow. Why is that part of that game? <laughs> um, Do you think we're going to meet the uh, the disgraced student uh, who chops rocks into in the mall? I fucking hope we do. <laughs> I'd love to see the inside of that mall in this, how they see what stores they put in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he learns gone, so he knows one of the four wood now. He goes back to the temple. They they cut to the credits, too, in this, and the credits are just playing over top of it, mm-hmm. which I like because I think this episode is a little bit like the actual episode episode before the credits is the full running time normally. Mm. Uh, he goes in. He's talking to the, the fellow at the temple. He, he thinks he's being rude about meeting Li Xiaotao. Zhuing shows up. He re- The fellow at the temple refers to her as Master Li Xiaotao. Rio is like, what? <laughs> so is that, I never really asked that before. Is that a woman's name and Rio just doesn't understand... Or he's not familiar with Chinese names, so he doesn't know? Or does she have a, a secret identity that has the name of a man? I don't know. If anyone that listens to this that might be able to shed some light on that, please do. Mm. But yeah, and that's the thing. He's He wouldn't know yeah. because of the, the language difference. And as this happens, it cuts to Wong, Larry, Sam... The leader of the Chiyu Men Cool Z, mm-hmm. and some shadowy figure that we don't see right away. But who you know who it's going to be <laughs> if you're a fan of the game? It's the drunk guy. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's Ren. Um, and that's how this episode ends, is with that little introduction shot of Ren. I loved it. Uh, this episode was really good. You know what? I'm going to say it is my favorite so yeah, far. I really liked it, even though there's not much action in it. But a lot happens. Like I said, it's a TV show. He wants stuff to happen. <laughs> um, I'm just really sad that Corey Marshall's not voicing him in English, even even though we wouldn't be able to experience that because we're forced to watch it in Japanese. But I feel bad. He would have done a, a fine job. Oh, did you see Corey Marshall's uh, shaving his mustache on Facebook? No. Or his facial hair? No. <laughs> he put a... He has to do it for a... Uh, a role that he's in. For a role, yeah. Uh, if any of you are friends with uh, Corey Marshall on um, Facebook, uh, yeah, he, he's had this facial hair for a long time, like this big, bushy, gray facial hair, and he shaved it and put out the video, and he looks 10 years younger. It's nuts. I'll show you after. <laughs> do you know what else? You mentioned that he's not doing the voice. Remember how Eric Kelso and... Um, uh, Paul mm-hmm. did the voice of Lon D. Mm. Someone just had them record the lines and put it over the game. Yeah, there's nothing stopping that from happening with this <laughs> either. It would be a lot of dialogue. Yeah, like they for Shenmue Three, it wasn't a whole lot of lines. Ren isn't a major character in that game, and Lon D is only in it for a short period of time. But uh, if that if someone made that, that'd be that'd be sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, it is. I've watched a couple of the episode previews that are in English. Have you yet? No. Um, and it is different hearing a different voice. Um, I understand why they did it. But I don't. <laughs> Corey Marshall did a great job. If you had a problem with English, Rio, it was all down to direction. The Tell di- us how you really feel. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I... It's going to be different. I do, I would like to, if I get the chance to rewatch this, I would love to uh, 
to watch an English version of it somehow. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, I've gotten two emails from Crunchyroll. They have not charged my credit card yet. And they're like, we had a problem charging your credit card. I'm like, I, I, I just went back and put it in again, but I still don't think it's been charged. Huh. Free, the, free Crunchyroll forever. The first two weeks were, were free. Oh. It was a 14-day free trial, and then at the end... And now we're on episode six, so that's uh, six weeks in, and yeah, yeah, they still haven't charged. So we'll see how that happens, or what goes on, but they haven't cut off the service, which is great. (laughs) But yeah, so... As we said at the start of this episode, uh, reach out to us on social media, ShenmueAM2Pod on Twitter, ShenmueAM2Podcast at gmail.com. You can leave a message on our Facebook page or Facebook group or our forum on the dojo. If you have any trouble listening to this podcast in the future, please, please let us know so we can rectify it as quick as possible. Um, it, everything's been submitted to where it needs to be submitted, so hopefully everything is a smooth transition. The only problem is, is I can't tell yet because we're still on Libsyn till the end of the month so i gotta figure out how to cancel that and make sure everything does transition over smoothly because i don't want to lose all these back episodes and then have to re-upload them mm. manually this way it just literally transitions from one place to the other without having to do any manual labor to it mm. because we're like 80 episodes in now and that would be a lot of work that would be annoying uh, we surpassed 40,000 podcast downloads nice which is nice uh, i haven't looked at our youtube stats and months Hmm. but uh youtube is definitely um is that where most people see it no actually most people we do have more it's changed since we took that year off um our youtube views have definitely gone down Hmm. uh but the podcast those went down a bit as well but we are getting more um listeners and our youtube subscriptions have gone up we're at over 550 now and i think when we came back on the air we were at like 520 some Hmm. so there's definitely been uh, been some growth there, and part of that is because there's a Shenmue anime now too. So yeah, just once people are searching things, we're probably showing up on YouTube. Um, anything else you want to add to this episode? Oh, oh, oh! oh. Sorry, to cut you off there. Um, the new Turtles game. Can we just talk about how awesome that looks? The new game or the new collection? Both. Yeah. <laughs> um, Shredder's Revenge does look awesome, but Matt just said, I wish you could have been there to see me, my reaction when you sent it to me. My wife and I were in the kitchen, like, we just got some groceries or something, mm. and I was like, message from Matt Humphrey, and I look at it, and I'm like, all I saw was something called the Cowabunga Collection, and I was like, oh, fuck. And my <laughs> wife's like, what? And I'm like, oh, man, just give me a second. I, like, clicked on it, and I'm watching it. And then I see the the big seller for me was the Turtles Arcade game mm-hmm. and then Turtles in Time when I could see them both with four players. And I'm like, those are the arcade versions. Mm-hmm. And But a lot of people like the console versions better because of the the uh, adjusted difficulty for like the limited lives. Did you play the uh, the like Xbox Live Arcade re-release of the arcade version? No, and I heard it was terrible, the sound and everything on it. Well, besides that, it's just not that fun to play an arcade game with infinite lives. It just gets repetitive. Like, the challenge isn't there, because you can keep pumping in virtual quarters. So a lot of people like actually prefer the console versions of those games. But it's cool that they're all there. And that's the thing, is it is all there. Mm. You have... TMNT, the arcade game. TMNT, Turtles in Time. Then for the NES, you have the arcade game. Or excuse me, you have the original Turtles game. Terminator 2. (laughs) Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, the arcade game. The Manhattan Project. 
the tournament uh, fighters, the NES version of tournament fighters, which is skyrocketing in price. <laughs> Hopefully, this helps it come down. Mm. Then for the Super Nintendo, you have Turtles in Time, you have Tournament Fighters, that version, which is going to be online. Mm-hmm. Then you have for the Genesis, you have Hyperstone Heist, which is going to be online. More Turtle Tournament Fighters. <laughs> the Sega Genesis version of Tournament Fighters. All three of those are entirely different games. Mm. And then you have for the Game Boy, you have Fall of the Foot Clan. Um, the third one called Radical Rescue, and the second one's called Back from the Sewers. Mm-hmm. Something like that. And then all of these ones, other than the arcade games, you're also getting the Japanese versions of all of these games as well. Mm. So I don't know if there's like difficult difference in difficulty. I know. Or there's, I know there's like censorship changes in like tournament fighters. Like I think they changed one of the female fighters' costumes to give her more clothes in the American versions and stuff. But yeah, that is that is something I've been so so excited for. Mm-hmm. Um, and Saga continuing their uh, run of bringing back these older franchises. The only version of House of the Dead that you couldn't get on a home newer version of a home console is being remade for the Switch. And they just announced a physical version of that as well. Nice. So that is something I'm super hyped for because my wife and I absolutely love playing the House of the Dead games. On-rail shooters are great introductions for people Mm. that aren't necessarily great at video games because it's just pointing and shooting. There's no movement involved. Yeah. Uh, Did you play... um, uh, uh, Oh. What system? PSVR, the, the haunted... Roller coaster game. Yep. Yeah, you have that. Yep. Yeah. 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 That one of my friends almost fell over in it when you <laughs> when the roller coaster went up to the top. She's like, "Wow, falling backwards." <laughs> um, yeah. So that's those two turtles games. I cannot wait. Still no release dates. Twenty twenty two for both. Okay. To, to my knowledge, but we're Shenmue fans. We're used to delays. Yeah, that's true. Um, and. Do you know what I did on this weekend, Matt? Nope. I played Streets of Rage 4 on Mania Plus difficulty in the arcade mode, and I destroyed it. I beat it with three lives left. Power slide, power slide, power slide, power slide, power slide. Yes? That was Shiva. Oh, okay. (laughs) But I did his forward forward, and then the, the trick is with this... It's you gotta make sure you don't die, hmm. especially early on in level like the old pier levels where there's h- holes that you can fall down. Hmm. That's where you're. That's where you're losing the health. You gotta make sure you can get to the turkeys to to replenish that health, and you don't get to do the. It's it's probably possible if you're real good at the game, hmm. but when you use Shiva, you can't pick up any weapons, yeah. so you can't go in and get the bonuses out of the arcade machines to do the retro levels because unless you can get that taser to land on the ground uh, on the same plane as as the thing and you can kick at it that's really the only way to do it I think yeah but yeah that's I did that on the weekend. That's like my most recent video game accomplishment that I've been really proud of. So yeah, you you play these games completely different than me. Like you, you're like I must win the optimal way, almost like a speed run. Like you, you're almost like a speed runner. If do you disagree with that? No, I, I you try to use style. Yeah, I just like and to I like to vary my moves and try to look cool. And you're just like I don't care if it looks cool. If it works, do it. <laughs> 
And by very Matt, when Matt says he's varying moves, he means throw stuff at you, and then throw stuff at the other human player. That's the, that's the variation. He'll hit, he'll hit me, then he'll hit my cousin Brian. <laughs> but I was going to ask, do you have you ever watched the YouTube channel Summoning Salt? It's you might like it. It's all it's about speed runs and the history of speed runs, and like just people finding these little like you know shaving fractions of a second off of things by doing tricks and playing things optimally and they, they uh, put together these little mini uh, mini documentaries about like the, the speed run history of each and every game it's pretty entertaining Adrian, our, we share our, our mutual friend Adrian, he was over at my house picking up uh, the Shinobi record that I got in the mail that I did not order yeah. <laughs> from uh, limited run or from data discs, or data discs. Um, that's all been rectified uh, but he came over to pick that up, and uh, we got talking about speedruns. And I remember my cousin Brian and I, as kids, uh, we beat Jaws on the NES mm-hmm. in seven. It was like seven, just over seven minutes. <laughs> and I was like, "Do you think that'd be close to the world record?" And Adrian, he's like, "Oh yeah, there's like I can't remember the name of the website, but he went and he's like, the speedrun for that is like three, it was like three minutes and forty three seconds or something." And I got to thinking, I was like, man, that's something Brian and I, if we worked at, we might be able to do. Now, there is some uh, RNG in that, uh-huh. because you may hit the shark when he's, essentially, you go, you're kind of just going from port to port in that mm-hmm. game, back and forth. But, uh, hmm. yeah, we may, I may talk to Brian about trying to speedrun it, <laughs> and then my cousin Brian could probably speedrun Contra, because I watched him play Contra and Super C back-to-back and have one death. <laughs> between the two games he's Whoa. he's crazy good at it um what else other any other video game news that you're excited about uh evil dead the game i'm very excited for that uh i did a little yeah. post on facebook like the top five games i'm hyped for right now is those oh, two yeah. turtles games the house of the dead remake breath of the wild 2 and mario soccer <laughs> or super mario strikers. strikers battle league I don't know if you've ever played any of those Mario Strikers games. I know they're well uh, regarded. It's it's a cross between hockey and soccer hmm. because it has the fluidity. Well, soccer and hockey are both fluid games, meaning that the play goes until it stops as opposed to like baseball or football where it's a play resulting in something and then another play, then another play. Mm-hmm. Um, but you, the body checks in it. So it's it's three on three, so four on four. No, no yellow cards and strikers. <laughs> no, but it uh, it's it's there's so much fun to play, hmm. um, and this new one looks looks great. And the fact that you can play like eight human players uh, on a switch, I think our college group of friends are we're really gonna gonna get into it. Hmm. Uh, my buddy Christian started watching Chen movie anime. I saw he was on. Uh, his switch, like we're friends, so I get to see the notification. Mm. It was like he's on Crunchyroll, and he's he's a big anime fan. He's a huge Sailor, Sailor, Sailor Moon fan, so I mm. thought he might have been watching something like that. And then he messed, but I was hoping it was Shenmue <laughs> deep in my heart. And then he said something, but he's like, "Oh yeah, I started watching Shenmue the anime." I'm like, "Oh, you did, did you? What are your thoughts?" <laughs> and he's he's been liking it so far. I think That's he was good. on like episode three or four. Can use him as a test case for uh, people who haven't played the game and see what they think of it. See he, if it's moving too fast. He has played the game. Oh, uh, he. Played Played the first one on the Dreamcast, and then the second one on the original Xbox. Dang, we need to find somebody. That's who hasn't where played. your copy of the Shenmue Two 
uh, stream of players guy came from was his right Um, but yeah so I think that's it for this episode we've been rambling again that's alright you guys love to hear us ramble right yeah what else do you want to talk about (laughs) Matt selling a transformer yeah oh yeah is eBay a good place to sell a transformer (laughs) I just don't know if I want to get into eBay selling like I have this uh, this used transformer that I want to get rid of, and even the pre-owned ones that I see on there, they're like, yeah, two hundred dollars or something. And I'm like, there's no way I can get anyone in my city to give me two hundred dollars for this. I'll be lucky if I get forty at a pawn shop. Have you talked to Matt Cobbett? <laughs> <laughs> I did offer to him. Uh, he, he does not. Want I love how we just have these like mutual friends, like <laughs> that we know. Like I know Matt, this guy Matt from an old job I worked at, but I know he's a huge Transformers fan. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm to chat with him and Greg Greg Grondin and, and uh, we talk about Transformers and neither of them wanted it <laughs> they, they have it or, or whatever but uh, yeah I just don't know if it's worth it to get into eBay selling you, you did it before? I, I've done it a while ago actually when I had that job when I worked with Matt Cobbett uh, every once in a while they'd put old like rental copies of PlayStation 2 games or whatever on clearance and I'd buy them a bunch of them mm. and uh, well, I just got right dizzy <laughs> um, holy shit <laughs> I'm having a seizure here, guys. Um, you need water? No, I'm good. Uh, man, blurry as fuck. Uh, um, what were we talking about? <laughs> eBay. Oh, eBay, yeah, selling the PS2 games. Um, I would buy them. They were like two for $20, and I'd buy them and sell them for like 30 40 bucks on eBay. Mm. So I supplemented my college income. I just heard that. I just heard they they side with the seller or sorry the buyer in all things and if you have any issues you could get screwed over or people could pretend to have issues and screw you if you're a seller. But yeah, that's as long as you do the listing and take as many photos as possible. Hmm. Um, have you thought of doing it like on a Facebook marketplace group or something for Transformers? Uh, I've done that in the past too, but even then, I just don't think I could get that much money for for it from anywhere local. <laughs> I don't know. Well, yeah, you can mail it to someone. Mm. I'm in a bunch of Facebook video game groups that uh, that people do that. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, Matt's cats did not interrupt this podcast. Just once. Bad. Just, Just once. once. That's 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 a record. Um, well, who's our sponsor? Our sponsor this week, because there was tons of jokes about ramen in the show. We're going back to the old man poopooking ramen. Mm-hmm. That's our sponsor. Okay. That's our sponsor. There, there's no, there's no catch line here this week. That's no, the, a sponsor. There is. It's uh, quick and easy, unlike martial arts. There you go. <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye.